0: This is Shanahan on Literacy, the podcast dedicated to the idea that there is nothing more noble than to teach somebody to read. I'm Tim Shanahan, your host, and today's episode uh, focuses on qualitative assessment and student self-assessment and their value in reading instruction. Like many of these podcasts, this one was set off by a response that I made to a teacher's question. And so let's start with the teacher's question. She writes to me, our reading program has us evaluating students on several strategies and reading skills, uh, uh, orienting, predicting, monitoring, story elements, uh, identifying point of view, word solving, retelling, inferring character traits, determining theme, <laughs> and she goes on. Uh, it, it provides grade-level rubrics so that we can tell the difference between whether students are doing fourth grade or fifth grade work. We're also encouraged to have the students themselves self-assess their progress on these elements. The idea is that we're to use these evaluations to help students see where they are. Is this kind of thing useful, or is it a waste of time? Good question. Well, here was my response. There are really two questions here, one dealing with whether this kind of qualitative evaluation of students' reading ability provides useful information that would facilitate teaching and learning, and one concerning whether we should involve kids in self-evaluation of their own reading ability. What would it take for the teacher evaluation part of this to be useful? Well, first, it's important that the skills and abilities evaluated must be central to reading growth. I have no doubt that someone can evaluate how well a student makes predictions, but I'm dubious that improving prediction will result in higher reading achievement. Likewise, I'd expect a real payoff from getting kids to pause appropriately during their oral reading. It makes sense to evaluate that. But getting the students to alter their voices when reading aloud probably wouldn't pay off, so I wouldn't take the time to assess that. I think you could profitably jettison many of those rubrics without any real loss. Frankly, I wouldn't spend a lot of time trying to evaluate specific comprehension behaviors. Instead, I'd evaluate kids' comprehension by having them read texts and write summaries, engage in retellings, or answer my questions. Second, the evaluation must describe not just the reading behavior, but also the context in which that behavior must be demonstrated. The items that you sent me don't do that. What level should the text be? How clear should the theme be? Are the students supposed to read the text on their own and write a theme statement, or are they going to discuss it with the group, and so on? Let's face it, if the text is easy enough, most of your kids will meet many of those goals. If it's hard text, then not so much. I'd recommend standardizing how you'll make those judgments. Also, it's important that these evaluations be made about specific reading events. You can't assess generally. Often teachers will flip through these kinds of assessments at the end of the report card marking or to prepare for parent conferences. The problem with that approach is halos and horns. We all tend to expect coherence. We make an overall judgment. Jamal is not a very good student or he's not a very good reader, and then when asked about his vocabulary, fluency, comprehension strategies, and so on, we try to make those judgments consistent with our overall view. In other words, kids have either halos or horns. We're not good at developing separate and perhaps contradictory judgments on long lists of related skills and abilities. But if asked to evaluate something specific that we just observed, that we can do reasonably well, at least with some training and practice. And that last point isn't unimportant. I'd feel better if the publisher could provide evidence that teachers have successfully and accurately made these judgments and that doing so improved their teaching and student learning. Barring that, there is at the very least a need for some kind of professional development aimed at guiding teachers to assess students' reading. Again, my hunch is that that is not what's being done, which to me means these assessments are probably not very useful. So what about your second question? What about student self-evaluation? Now, I'm not a big uh, fan of the idea of kids grading themselves or trying to determine if they've learned a strategy adequately. Those kinds of evaluations are better relegated to the teachers. But involving students in self-assessment should have more of an instructive purpose than an evaluative one. Peter Afflerbach, a professor at the University of Maryland, says that he groups uh, self-assessment with closely related metacognition, self-awareness, comprehension monitoring, and even executive function, all of which, of course, are related to reading comprehension. Reading instruction should help kids to develop metacognition when they're reading. For example, your seven-year-old Olivia is reading her new library book. She reads, I love my supper. She pauses, looks at the picture with a puzzled expression, and rereads that last line. I love my surprise. I love my surprise. Or let's say your boss asks you to read a document. She tells you that she wants to talk to you about it that afternoon. She isn't specific about what she wants to know. So you read the text, and you think you understand it generally, but recognize that there are a lot of specifics that need to be reviewed before that meeting. Those two examples show metacognition at work. These readers are thinking about their thinking, they're paying attention to their reading, and making the adjustments necessary to be successful. Developing those kinds of abilities for reading is an important instructional goal. Involving your students in self-evaluation can play an important part in the instruction towards that goal. There's a lot of research showing the importance of metacognition to reading, and several studies show that we can teach students to monitor comprehension, fix up misunderstandings, and select appropriate strategies. However, I know of no studies that have evaluated the self-evaluation part of their instructional routines. It's easy to think that would be a useful step, but at this point I'm not convinced the evidence is adequate. Again, from Professor Affleback, In terms of practice, I think there's a demonstrable gap between the promise of late 70s and early 80s metacognition research and realization of that promise in reading curricula. I think he's right about that. Research reveals the challenges and complexity of self-evaluation, but overall it shows that it can contribute to learning. Most readers aren't especially good at determining how well they've comprehended a text. And the research hasn't been especially articulate about how to successfully teach kids to evaluate themselves, at least in ways that make them better readers. Nevertheless, it makes sense to me to involve kids in evaluating how well they're reading text passages, and if they recognize where their comprehension is falling short, to consider what strategies might address the problem. How to best do this? Well, remember, there isn't a lot of research direction here, but one thing that I would do would be to have students read texts at a range of difficulty levels, not just reading at their instructional level or the grade level, but easier texts, harder texts. It's a lot easier to self-evaluate if you experience a range of degrees of comprehension. That way you can tell uh, when you're doing well and when when you're not. If if all the texts are pretty much the same, it's it's kind of hard to discern it. Also, studies show that readers do better with self-evaluation when they're actively reading. For instance, self-assessment improves when students read and summarize rather than when they are asked only to read. The scheme you showed me isn't very good in my opinion, but its heart is in the right place. I'd suggest that you trim it down, standardize it, And convince your district to invest in some professional development aimed at enabling you and your colleagues to evaluate successfully. But remember that the purpose of the student self-evaluation part is less about assessment and more about teaching. Getting kids to evaluate how well they understand paragraphs or sections of a text, which ones they're certain they understand, which ones are confusing them, can be a good starting place for starting those instructional conversations. And with that, I'm going to uh, close this up. I'd like to mention to you that this uh, blog entry, which posted on the Shanahan on Literacy website, uh, has nine research references included in it that you might want to uh, turn to. Many of these are, are recent references. And I'd like to thank uh, Greg Johnson, our sound engineer, for making this listenable for you. And I hope to see you up the road a piece. Thanks so much.